0: Well, everybody, it is time for another one of our Blue Room Extra previews. This is Subs Weekly, or a segment of Subs Weekly with myself and Dave Downey. This isn't going to record on Wednesday, but with the Anthony Gordon news breaking today, I thought we'd get together and have a chat about that uh, ahead of the game against Fleetwood, which we did an instant match reaction for a little bit later on today. But we you want to hear this show in full with me and Dave, it is patreon.com/slash the Blue Room Extra. Great time to get involved, lots of potential transfers in the coming days, lots of matches to come at the start of a new season when hope is high, despite Everton's initial stuttering start to the Premier League campaign. If you want to listen to this in for the link is in the description to so click on and subscribe straight away. Works out about a pound a week, you can cancel it whenever you'd like. It's patreon.com slash Extra. Hopefully we'll see you there in the meantime. Hope you enjoyed this segment of our show from earlier today. Um, as an Evertonian and taking this purely from you know being a broadcaster or journalist, but just just as a fan, how do you feel about Gordon going from that point of view? Because I don't think it's it's near the the levels of devastation that the people felt when when Rooney left, obviously, and the way in which that happened. I think by the time someone like Ross Barkley went, everyone was very very glad to see the back of him. Jeffers, like you said. Bit of a weird one. No one really quite knew how to how to feel, but but this one. And do, do you know what? It'd be interesting. If people listen to this, and they've got they've got young kids who maybe have been hassling them to get Gordon's name on the shirt, or you know, he's he's the favorite player. You know, how it'd be interesting to feel like how how the the, the younger generation of Evertonians feel about this. Are, are they devastated to see a player like Gordon go, who they can identify with, and you know, would would want to follow in the footsteps and who's been given the number ten? Or is it sort of, I, I, just get, I, I get the sense that there's, there's a bit of a, a lukewarm feel around the fan base. And certainly from from people of our age, there, because obviously that's, that's who we, we speak to. People with similar demographics, similar age, similar sort of match-going experience. But I feel from our point of view and, and that 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 age group, there's a bit of a, a lukewarm feeling towards Gordon going. Maybe it's a bit different for, for, for younger people, but... Is that, is that sort of how you feel about it in, in a sense? Because I, I really like the lad, you know, in practice you look at last season and although it, was, it wasn't really full of moments where he scored or assisted to help keep us up, I think he was obviously a really important part of that. And you was somebody who emptied the tank every single week and the effort to keep this club afloat in the Premier League. But honestly, if someone sat, asked me now, are you devastated that he's going to see one of your own sort of going out the door and... Moving on to Chelsea and, and leaving you with a lot of work to do, I'd say, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really that fussed, and maybe that's just me growing up. I mean, that should be being a little bit, a bit heartless, but I, I don't really get that pang of
1: devastation that maybe previous sales have, have triggered. Well, I mean, the, the, the simple thing to say first of all, the simple thing to refer to with that is you were a massive fan of Richarlison. I think we all were, but you, you in particular as a friend. You were a massive fan of Richarlison in general, weren't you, Matt? Now, yeah, exactly. I, I, imagine I'm sitting here and I'm not putting words in your mouth at all, but don't tell me if I'm wrong. But you were a lot more upset, you know, in relative terms, with Richarlison leaving. You would have been, um, basically, you were given the choice: sixty million quid a year. Who would you let go, Richarlison or Gordon? You would say, oh, yeah, Gordon. if
0: you could pick between the two, it would be Gordon, wouldn't there?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and was he anywhere near, or is he anywhere near as important as Richardson was? Absolutely not. Yet we're still able to get the same fee as Richarlison. Um, I think I think that, to me, presents good, good business. That, to me, presents really, really good business. Um, look, <laughs> I don't want Everton to be in the practice of getting rid of young players who look like they're going to be very, very good or going to be even world-class players. Um, I don't want Everton to be in the business of that at all. I don't want us to sell our best players. Um, every club sells its best players. That's another important thing to mention, by the way, because a lot of people seem to think that, oh, Everton always have to sell their best players. Most clubs have to have to sell their best players. All clubs sell their best players too. Um, and, I think going back to your question there about how would the fans feel about this? I think in the general response that I've had to questions on social media and whatnot, I would I would say the majority of fans um, couldn't couldn't possibly refuse or say it was it was a poor thing to do to take sixty million quid for this lad. I think um, my favourite word sentiment ties a lot of hands to it in regards to this lad being a young Everton, young scouter who got through. I think that that. Adds a bit of romance to everybody regarding a player that does that. That always, almost doesn't matter. He makes you, uh, makes him their favorite player uh, when a young, scout lad, goes on to achieve the dream that everybody else has wanted to do. We've all wanted to be footballers when we were little. For always wanted to go and play for Everton, and we'd all, we'd all say. I'm pretty sure now, almost every single person who wanted to make them, make their way as a footballer would say, I'd never leave Everton Football Club if I played for Everton because I'm an Evertonian. I don't think that's true. And I think if that's you know it, it seems now what we've seen from from Ornstein said that he's he's openly said that he wants to leave and go to Chelsea. I I strangely, maybe not strangely, I I admire that more that he said that because that shows of the ambition he wants to wants to achieve. Because he could say he could stay at Everton and not play that well and not be as good as he probably can be with his potential and still go down as a player that everybody loves. Still go down as an Everton th- uh, player that everybody loves. Him sticking his neck out and going to um, one of the top football clubs in the business these days, Chelsea, um, and, and a club that's going to compete and possibly win the Champions League, compete for the Premier League, possibly, maybe not this season, but the next and one after that. That's, that's a big step for A young scouts lad who's made his way at Everton, and I wouldn't even go as far as saying he's completely made his way at Everton. So, I, I firstly, I, I, I commend him, um, by doing that quite a lot, Matt. Um, but like you said about kids, maybe getting you know number 10 on the it's not like oh, yeah, no doubt at all, but no doubt whatsoever that there'll be contacts to the um, the, the club shop in, in Liverpool One and the and the media stored outside the ground getting all sorts of complaints saying I've got number 10 Gordon on my kid's shirt. I need to change him right now, please. It's the oldest
0: rule in the book, isn't it? You've got to oh. wait till the transfer window ends. You know, I, I, I remember doing this. I had, I had Gary Speed on mine and then he left. I had Rooney on mine and then he left Oh, some people,
1: some people never learn. Yeah, it's, it, exactly, exactly. And then we're gonna have to then, get a new header as well, Dave, for the website and for Twitter. I, I, I think that that in general has been a bit of a kiss of death for us. We, we need to get a generic one that doesn't doesn't yeah, have any. Something you we have
0: Ben Godfrey, you snapped his leg in half, and now we've got Anthony Gordon. who's he's leaving. Just we had we had Tom Davis as well. He barely kicked the ball for the last year.
1: Oh, uh, God.
0: Maybe we need to get—I don't know. Maybe we need to get Solomon
1: on. and maybe he'll yeah. move on. Then. But the, the other thing I was thinking quite funny. I bet you um, David Unsworth sitting somewhere or, or marching around his local village when he's gone to get his morning newspaper by saying, "I told you I was decent at what I did by getting sixty million quid for this lad who I taught all the way from when he was five years old to what he's doing now." Um, but I, I do—I do think that that's probably a different podcast we need to do at a different time regarding this. But. I think the Academy, um this this is a positive for the Academy. Um if, if he doesn't leave anyway, but if he if he leaves or when he leaves or when he goes for that money, I think that's a big, a big you know, it's a, it's a red mark day or a blue mark day for the academy. Um because we need more of that. That that is essentially the blueprint of what we should be getting from these kids that are coming and playing for our academy. Um I know uh, Tom Cannon signed a new contract, didn't he yesterday, Matt?
0: Yeah, it's it, it's weird with Gordon though, isn't it? Because because usually, like, you, oh, I know what you're saying, but like on that, the idea of that is a player comes through the academy, really establishes themselves in the first team, and then you sell them on for big money. But it's sort of, like feels like he's only like
1: halfway through
0: that process. That, Do you know what I mean? I think it's like it's like Chelsea have, have
1: skipped ahead a little bit because it, that's why so many people are so so upset about it. I think that would say. Them. The, I would say the minority of fans who don't want him to go are so upset because you're not able to openly say and confidently say and honestly say that Anthony Gordon's a regular first-team Everton player who's, who's reached his way to a level that he should be uh, approached by other clubs for 60 million quid. And you know, we, we have clubs messaging us every day to see how, how much we can get him for. Um, he's, he's certainly not that. And I think you're right. I think that is a, that's a good way of putting it that it is. It's, it's, it's not quite that sort of thing that you want to say that this is a top-class player that's come through from the academy. I don't think I can say that confidently because that, that way of potential is very much what I look at. That's the first word that comes to mind when I watch him play because there are other things that I see from him that uh, 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 actually look like, um, I don't know if I say negative issues that he's got, but that, that I think there are, there are fine lines in in, in his game and what I've seen him do that that need need to be worked too differently they need to be fine-tuned Um, you know that that's why he's a young player that's why that's why is it so exciting to many people is because you're thinking well he looks really good already but there's even more to come and um, you know and, and then then the bottom line of all this matters could he go on and achieve that the way everton are these days and the answer to that to me is no you know people I've got people Saying to me there on on Twitter and um, all the other social media, saying to me that, well, you know, he, he saved our season last season. I, I would I wouldn't say that. I'd say he, he was a big part of us. Just one of a three or four person cast, wasn't he? You'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which which is which again that, that's that's an achievement from him at that age. That, absolutely, and he deserves plaudits for that. But it, I think it's very very easy when you're. When a decision's going to happen that you don't like, that a football club makes in, in terms of selling the player, I think it's very easy to jump on a bandwagon that isn't really that true. And I think that's one of them, by saying he basically kept us up. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd say we've lost a player that, that pretty much did a hell of a lot more than that, him Charlison. Um, one of them's injured out now, Carl and, you know, the, Like you say, it was a cast that, that kept us up. I think, and, and I think us as fans are included in that as well, very much at the top of that list. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the trepidation many people have of letting them go and us, what we can do with the money that we're getting. Look, face value, if you know you've got a decent recruitment strategy and a team of people, uh, scouts, whatnot, who have a list of players that want to go and sign them, us getting £60 million right now, you will buy Chelsea's handoff. I think the issues for, for many others are that, well, that has not yet been proven by Threlwell. Um, there still remains to be seen uh, time-wise. But I'm would, I, I I'm adamant that that fella deserves the opportunity, him, Lampard, whoever else is amongst that. As long as it's not Machiri and the rest of the board that have getting involved and putting their hands all over this, then I want to see what these guys can do. And I think they've earned it and deserve it because they have a the new group of people that are... Going to be responsible with the plays that we end up signing. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.